Welcome back to the Gnome Boys. Matt here with Dirk and Neil. Got a nice, fun, summer-themed episode this week. A uh, little, little nostalgia, trip down memory lane, ranking our favorite things or activities about summers as a kid. Should spark some good conversation, good memory. Uh, before we get into that, though, I think Neil does have a Harry Potter update after skipping last week. Yep, still working on number five here. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, one thing that kind of irks me a little bit so I get Harry is very frustrated with everyone, I guess, spreading gossip, not believing him. The Daily Prophet's not helping us all at, at all either. But he's really like taken out like on a lot of his friends. Like he's just kind of a dick to everyone where whenever someone like asks him a question, he's always using kind of a lot, a lot of sarcasm and a lot of kind of hate towards them. I don't know if you guys remember that at all, but I just feel like every chapter I'm seeing that from him. It's, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I mean the other thing though, he's like what 14, 15 years old. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, that, no, it, it, it's super frustrating. And then you kind of get the payoff later on, which they talk a little bit about in the movie. So you probably know the general mm-hmm. idea, but they they play up his attitude. I remember a lot, decent amount more in the book. And from what I remember, I haven't read that one in a long time, but I don't think they do enough of like dropping hints or kind of like uh a you know trail of crumbs on why they're doing all of that it can make sense when you get the full reasoning but they didn't really do a good job of like laying the groundwork for it i didn't think yeah it seems like a little over the top he didn't have to be that rude i guess you could say yeah i mean it's just like it's just kind of like every little thing that someone says in in relation to his situation he like even if they say like, oh, I believe you are, or I'm on your side, like he just doesn't have it in himself to believe it because he's just assuming everyone's lying to him about that. Yeah, yeah. How far are you in the book? Like what part are you at? Uh, so they started the semester. Uh, he already had his detentions, or he is serving currently serving his detentions with Dolores. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much where it's at right now. So, so there's still how, there's still plenty to come. How how far or how much left? Is that is that halfway? Oh no. no. I'm at like I don't know, maybe 250 out of what is it, 800? It's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not even halfway. Okay. All right. Just that for Harry Potter this week? Yep, just a little tidbit. All right. Anything else before we get into our rankings? Should we just hop into it? Let's go. All right. So once again, um summer activities or just things great about being a kid in the summer um kid is going to be very subjective in terms of what age we go on on this and we're going to run fast and loose with the term activities i think just basically just talking talking fun memories about about our childhood with weather starting to turn here uh so dirk why don't you start us off your number five all right so kind of like you were just saying this i feel like you we all probably will go super in a very different ways but to start, I kind of kept it a little more simple for my number five ranking, and I picked uh, backyard wiffle ball, or oh, like a wiffle yeah. bar ball, like in a park or something. Essentially, not little league and wiffle ball is what I'm putting at five. I just remember, yeah, a bunch of um, summer days playing, playing in uh, parks or a lot of times in middle school in my friend's backyard, um, just pick up wiffle ball games with whoever's around town in the neighborhood that day. And that was always uh, just fun memories because it's not like you're 
at a seven inning little league game um, for the afternoon, actually taking it super seriously. You're just messing around, no shoes on, um, having fun. Dude, wiffle ball is on mine too, but since you already went to it, we'll just hop into it. Wiffle ball spent so many hours playing wiffle ball as a kid. Because, so my my next door neighbors, they had had three kids, two sons who were one year older than me and two years younger. So growing up, we'd we'd always play basketball, wiffle ball, we always have our own friends over. So we always had a game going at some point in the summer. But our, our neighbors, basically hated that like that we played in the yards (laughs) when we were younger we used to play kind of across like three or four different front yards and then one neighbor just planted a tree like right in the middle (laughs) of what the field was and and they weren't of course going to come out and say this is so you stop playing wiffle ball but that's certainly what it felt like as as 10 year olds Oh, that tree had some intentions to it. Yeah, oh, I mean, it, it wasn't just, it wasn't just for the aesthetics of the front yard. <laughs> they, that is so funny. I mean, it sucks for you, obviously, but that your neighbor went that far just to, just to get you guys out of there. And then, um, then, so that, that field, if you will, was like pretty small. So then once we got a little older, we would play. So my, my parents' house has a driveway. The driveway is a Dr. Mike over there. Um, so their drive, it's a, it's an attached like built in driveway. So the, or garage and the driveway goes from the house to like the, the public sidewalk. So we, like the home plate banner was right in the driveway and we hit into the street pretty much pretty, not a very busy street. So it worked out really well, but the house like directly across the street from my parents' house, they had this shitty little beater car that they would like park right in front of basically our second base. And then they would get super pissed when this small little plastic wiffle ball would hit the car in any capacity. And like, I kind of get it, but at the same time, little preteens hitting a wiffle ball against a car isn't going to do anything to it. Yeah. And they for sure parked it there on purpose too, because there was room on either side of it. We could have parked it out of the way. And, and they knew that our second base was right behind where they parked the car. No, like it, super, it, super if, frustrating. If I was in your shoes there too, as a, I don't know, 13 year old, like I'm not going to think twice a little, a wiffle ball just hits an old car. It's like, Oh yeah, it's fine. I may yeah. get as I'm older now, if some kids are like playing a sport and their ball keeps hitting my car, like, yeah, I'd be kind of pissed off from that. But at that age, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Yeah. Plus it, like when I say beater, like it, it was like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. a brand new car or even like a well-kept older car. So this was pro- this probably would have been, I don't know, late '90s, early 2000s, and this would have been a late '80s car probably. So it it had seen some stuff, you know, it had been through it, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, again, like you said, I kind of get it now, but yeah, as a eight, nine, ten, eleven year old, it was like this is this is nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I for sure agree with. I mean, all those points. I just hope now, especially that we're talking about it, makes me think. I really hope when I'm that person's age, um, if that situation's happening to me, that I don't react like that. And I just, whatever. Or Dude, be, I, I, the guy, I he just walks out with his arms crossed, just watching them. Sure they're <laughs> not doing anything. No, I would absolutely like park my car somewhere else. Right, right. If right. I've got kids in the neighborhood that are playing wiffle ball, I'll, I'm, I'll be all about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll like park it like I, down the street if I have to, if, if, that's, if it's, tru- it if it's like. truly in their way. I'll, yeah. easily, I'll for sure do that without question. Mm-hmm. For sure. God, yeah. Hour, just afternoons on end. 
Yeah. Spend and the best is that compared to like Little League, because I love Little League too, but the wiffle ball is just obviously not, it's just a pickup game, really. So mm-hmm. it's like you do whatever you want in it, really. And, and, and you, you, you can make do with, with like any numbers too. Yeah, exactly. Dirk, I love that you use pickup game because the, the first one I guess on my list was just pickup games in general. Just like during the summer, yeah. everyone's off. You're not working yet. It could be a, a Monday at like 1, a, 1 p.m. It's like basketball, football, soccer, football, whatever it is. Like more than likely your friends are going to be available. It's just a matter of them being able to get the point A to point B where you can just yeah. ride your bike yeah. or anything and get dropped off or something. Yeah, we would play um, with one of my one of my other. This was in high school. We would play kind of on their side street. They called it five ball just because instead of baseball, there were five bases. So that's just, mm-hmm. anyway, and um, and so he had he had an older brother and then a younger brother. So we, there was always like a mixture of guys playing there too. And there was one one time we were playing, and there were these small neighbor kids. I was probably a junior in high school. And his brother and his friends, I think then would have been freshmen. So they either junior freshman or senior sophomore, something like that. And these other, these two kids were kind of just like hanging around. They were maybe eight or nine years old and they were asking if they could play. And eventually we just kind of let, let them play. And one of the, one of my friends, brother's friends. Um, so he was only like 14, but he was like really well built, like a big, strong kid. And, and he was running from, came or first a second whatever it was like at a dead sprint and one of the little kids like got in his way and he just just <laughs> rocked him just knocked him just flat on his back and then and the and then his friend came over and they get up and he just goes i think we're gonna go now and then he just walked away yeah that's one way to end the game that yeah. is one way like he was okay like we were obviously very concerned but he got up he was fine but clearly at least mentally shaken. I will never forget that. Yeah, that's rough. I, I saw that kid out at, at a bar in Minneapolis, I don't know, four or five years ago now. And I, I brought that up again. And, and we, we had a good good laugh about that even, even years <laughs> later. You just ran into him and then brought it up afterwards. <laughs> oh, just like old times. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Remember that one time? That might have been a little obscure to, to no, bring it up that way. Though. All right, Neil, you said that was your number five, just just yep. pickup games? It was. Nice. Very nice. Do you guys have any, like, random neighborhood games that you played, kind of like that five ball, or do you do kind of the the traditional that you'd think of, wiffle ball? Uh, we did a lot of, like, kick the can. I don't think you guys yeah, played that. Uh, yeah. That's the first one that comes to my head. I mean, it was a good night game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'll start with my number five then. Um I'm probably going to go with just like more sleepovers with friends just because obviously you have really no responsibilities. And, you know, if you, you or your friends had a parent who wasn't working, like my, like my mom is a teacher, she was off in the summers. So if you've got someone to take you to or pick you up the next day, you know, you can do like weekend weekday sleepovers and just those, those are so much fun hanging well, out. It's like watching movies and, you know, playing 64 I mean, that was the beauty of like summer vacation is like whatever day of the week it was, it didn't matter. Like Sunday through Saturday, like it was all the same for you. Oh, yeah. Just 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 specified by if you had like a baseball game that night or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And that it's essentially when I was picking for my fourth one, sort of 
um, minus the sleepover part, but mostly the, like, like you said, movies and like on a random Tuesday night hanging out at someone's house. Um, but I'll just say mine really quick. So, you know what I'm getting at? It's a uh, blockbuster, like movie nights. Oh, where baby. you would like, it, but it kind of is like what exactly what you said, Hamish, like a segue into a sleepover as well. Cause more likely than not, if I was doing that, you know, in like sixth grade or whatever with friends, we were probably arriving a sleepover and you're like, you rent a couple movies, you stay up all night or try to usually fall asleep at like 1am, but try to stay up all night. And so those like summer, um, whether it's weekday or weekend sleepovers, movie nights, um, were amazing. And that, yeah, that's my, my number four. Did you guys go to Blockbuster or did you have a, a local place you'd go to rent movies? Uh, usually Blockbuster. We also had a Hollywood video too. Uh, my sister eventually worked there, so they got free rentals, which is oh, cool. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we- but yeah, it was mainly those. I know some grocery stores. I remember the, them having like their own little separate uh, like uh, like video store as well. I don't know if you guys had that in any of your stores. But- no, a lot of them had. They had a red box in the store, in like in store. Yeah, they, they didn't have their yeah. own. I mean, this was back section. when, like, before DVD is like oh, just yeah. VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah, had a we- local place called Mister Movies. It was like oh a block away from a blockbuster. So I always thought that was weird that they would both be there, but mm-hmm. no, we, we always hit up, hit up the, the one-off local place. It was this, I mean, it's the same thing, but yeah, yeah. got support the small guys. Yeah. We had a local place that eventually turned into blockbuster and it, it was next <laughs> to um, a Dairy Queen too. And nice. then later Cold Stone, I think, but either way, it'd be like, get a movie, have some ice cream, just have a sleepover, watch movies all night. So while we're on the sleepover, like one thing I, I, one of my favorite type of sleepovers was like probably like a Friday or Saturday night. Like you had like some kind of like sports game and then like you're going to someone's house afterwards. Yeah. Like I think about it now it's as like, if I were to be a parent and be like, do I want like eight smelly <laughs> dudes just coming, eight smelly, like 10 year olds coming over to my house? Like they're, they're yeah. not going to be showering. Like they're like, that's just not going to happen. But, After you just spent like three and a half hours at whatever a little league game or right, exactly. you're doing with them. <laughs> Oh, you'll, yeah. you'll do it. You'll accept it. Yeah, it's true. But it is very funny to look at it in a different, right. <laughs> different like in that, in that view. All right, Neil, your next one. All right. Uh, number four here. So what I was thinking of a lot of times with summertime is it's kind of like festival season too, like especially living in the Midwest. You got that, you got that time frame from, you know, middle of spring till, you know, end of fall where you can do all those like the outdoor events and everything. And I mean, what, what other type of festivals would be a church festival or some other kind of like local city one. But I just remember like, all right, I'm going to the festival. Like they'll have games there. You know, it's going to have like ice cream, corn dogs, popcorn, like roasted corn. It's going to have all the good stuff that all the, that, you know, kids usually want. And like, for me, like didn't matter what type of festival, I just knew that stuff was going to be there. Like, I didn't really care about the rest of the stuff. It's just, all right, what kind of fun things are there and what type of food is there too? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we've, we've obviously got the big Minnesota State Fair. And then um, my the the church and school I grew up in, um, they had like a, a county fair, I guess, every fall, like early September. And that was, you know, like the place to be as a middle schooler. So it'd be like Friday mm-hmm. night, all day Saturday, and then Sunday until like four or five. It's like Friday night was basically the entire entire school basically went there at least for a little bit and so you just you just hang out with you know your friends like you said playing games going on rides from like six to like 10 or like whenever whenever it closed down then you're just there all day on the whole weekend yeah and um 
I also like that you brought up the snacks, Neil, too, because I remember the first time I had kettle corn was at like a little, like a county, kind of what you're saying, Hambone, like a county festival thing. And I remember I was like, this, whatever this stuff is, is amazing. And so there's all, and it's all just, yeah, everyone's there, all your friends, families, um, family, friends, things like that. And then, yeah, there's a lot of times like all those fun games when we were little, like stupid carnival games, but were a blast when you were little. All, all that stuff is everything everything like fun was there have you guys ever had any of like the the weird like fair or carnival food or you not do not really get into not that much like super weird stuff i mean I i've had a few like like there's a wisconsin state fair so they always have weird stuff new stuff every year i mean i've had a few here and there i don't uh I don't dive into it too much i guess depending what it is you know dabble too much yeah i never have either even though Actually, I guess I guess I don't go to the Minnesota Fair all that often. I've gone off and on. We would go all the times as a family growing up, but my parents never really got too much into like the the deep fried random stuff. And then when I've gone later, I just for whatever reason never really got into it too much. But I know a lot of people like that's their draw. They'll just go there and get as many of the new or the weirdest things they can find. Yeah, I actually, I actually worked for the Wisconsin State Fair for 10 summers in a row. And I was actually pretty good about like not eating food that was there. And I think one thing is like, if I'm eating it and I just like, and I'm working, like it's just going to be sitting in my stomach and it's not oh, going to be yeah. feeling good. Did you work like just for the fair as a whole or like a specific place? I worked for the fair as a whole. I worked in the admissions department. So like I started as a ticket taker and like kind of worked my way up in like that department. One of, one of my brothers works for, do you guys know, um, sweet Martha's cookies? Have you heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. The, are those, that's like the bin, right? Like, at, yeah, at Minnesota like the, State the Fair? Bucket. yeah, they're, they're huge at the state fair. She like, she makes basically enough to live off for the year <laughs> at the state fair. Like it's insane. What, what some of those, like the big, the big earners do at the fair. It's, it's, so does she have like a brick and mortar place too? Or is it like. I, so, so she, her, obviously the big one obviously is, is this Minnesota state fair. And then she goes around, I think to like a few other fairs, like local ones. Okay. And then, then they now sell like frozen cookies as well. Sure. Um, but one of my brothers worked, worked for the state fair booth for like three or four summers, I think. And they were, they were like give away, I guess the deformed cookies, which were perfectly fine. But if one like broke off in half or something like that, they just throw it into the, into the defects and then the workers would take them home at night. So he'd just come home <laughs> with like buckets of completely fine, just like fresh chocolate chip cookies. It was, it was the best. I'd say what if I'm working there, there's going to be a yeah. lot of accidents to, <laughs> yeah. to say the least about for broken That's cookies. Awesome. Oh yeah. It was, it was incredible. That's awesome. Was it only chocolate chip or did she have other flavors too? I think it was just like chocolate chip and, and milk was, I think <laughs> all that she did. I mean, she probably sold, you know, water and like pop and stuff like that. But for, as far as the food goes, I've never got anything besides chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. I don't think she had anything else, but I don't think she needed to. She, she got that down. Hey, man, if, it, <laughs> yeah. if it worked for her and she made enough money, like why, oh, why, yeah. uh, why expand there? Just yeah, she, absolutely she grind for two weeks and then you, then you're just, good with the, with the other 50 well that's the thing with these vendors like yeah like the state fairs like i think the wisconsin state fair one is a week and a half or 10 days or something like that and it's like yeah like you said it's a grind like you're working 
you know, 7 a.m. to, you know, midnight a lot of the nights. Like it's a full day, but you tell yourself like, oh, it's only this period of time, but those days really wear down on you. Yeah. Yeah, I never worked at the fair, but I know a lot of people who did. And like a lot of the places would pay in cash. And like, so you just, you just make absolute bank, Mm -hmm. especially as like a younger, like first job teenager. You, I mean, you would, you'd come up with just with, with pockets full of money. Sure. All right, so Neil's number four, festivals, carnivals, fairs. My number four, just pools, any sort of pool. <laughs> so my family never had a pool. I mean, we had one of those like a like kitty like wading pools, basically. Uh, not really do much. My next door neighbors had one of those like inflatable pools you got to hang out in. I mean, you go to the public pool. Some of our you know relatives, aunts and uncles had built-in pools. Anytime you got to be in a pool, it was just like, yeah, this day is, this day is awesome already, no matter what else you do. I remember one time, you guys know Connor Lynch, right, from Eau Claire? So mm-hmm. I, I knew him. I've known him since probably, I don't know, fifth or sixth grade, through like Little League. And so I was hanging out with him and our other friend, Kevin. And at the time, they were both like really big for their age. I was really small. And we went to a, a local public pool, and they were literally just like playing catch with me. <laughs> like literally picking me up and throwing me back and forth. Just any, any time at the pool. I mean, you just did dumb stuff like that. Anything, anything you could figure out to pass the time. It was just perfect. No, like, yeah, pools are big as a kid. Like I remember even going to any hotel and if I had a pool, it's like, I got to go in it. Like, Oh I yeah. hundred percent. Mom, you're, you're going to have to sit there and watch me because <laughs> I need to go into this pool. I don't know what I'm going to do. I won't do but... anything cool. You won't be impressed with or proud of whatever I'm doing, but, but it, it needs to happen. It. Yeah. It has to happen. And if you don't want it to happen, then get a pool at home. So I don't need to do it every time I'm at a hotel. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Pools. Uh, that's my number two actually. And I have that. And kind of like you said, any sort of water damage in the summer pools, especially we had like a neighborhood pool that um, family, family, friends and us belong to. So it was just every, literally every day during the week, our babysitter would bring us to the neighborhood pool for the ent- entire afternoon and just hang out with whoever was there and have a blast. Um, with that, I really love Noah's Ark. So like water slides, essentially. Um, so that mixed in with pool was my number, or is my number two. Did you guys go to the Dells a lot? Is Noah's Ark at the Dells? Or is that yeah. a different? Did yeah, you, I, you guys go to the Dells a lot like as kids? Was that like a popular place to go? Yeah, I usually went once every summer. Every summer. Yeah. And it'd so usually be like a weekend thing. I mean, I won't dive too deep because... I have Noah's Ark slash something else on my list here too. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, we, we, we can wait then. We can wait then. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, we would go sometimes for my birthday in the summer, which is in the summer or just in general, like Neil said, like once a year in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Pool pools were the best. I think now I'd rather know people with the pool than have a pool myself. Just like with the, the maintenance and the upkeep. And then if you have like young, young kids, like pets, there, just like that constant worry. Yeah, something going terribly wrong. But yeah, if I have friends who have pools, that's that's the dream. Like friends who live close to me, who I can go, who I can hang out with, basically anytime I want. It's kind of like you know, just having the friend with a boat. You know, similar concept there. Yeah, I don't want to pay for a boat. I don't want to maintain that myself. But if if when when Dirk gets gets rich and he's got a boat, (laughs) that's that's the key right there. Yeah, don't hold your breath. All right, so my four, uh, Dirk, you're next Next on your list. Uh, so we're on number three, right? Yeah, we've been kind of jumping all around, but that's where we're 
Um, so my number three is uh, like running after hearing and then running after the ice cream truck in your in like a neighborhood. <laughs> Specifically and, running after, not just the truck itself. Well, well, and of course getting the ice cream. But I just uh, remember at least where where I grew up, um, it the tr- the ice cream truck didn't come around like incredibly often. Maybe two or three times a summer. So if you were home and you heard it and like you run down the street and, and catch it, um, that was always just a really great feeling because it wasn't super um, constant throughout, throughout the summer. I'm sure yeah, that, if it was, I, it wouldn't be as exciting for me, but that was, was the same. Oh, go ahead. That was kind of the same for me where it was like, I feel like it was just a handful of times a summer. Mm-hmm. And like, a, if I did hear it, even if I didn't go out to it, I just like, go to my window and watch it. Yeah, like, exactly. I was like, Oh, I like, I, I really get to see an ice cream truck. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's obviously more fun things um, that like that I would do in the summer, but just that feeling of like, Oh, there it is. It it's such a really summer great. vibe though. That, yeah, that, that song too, yeah. and just like seeing the truck, but was it, I, I don't, I just assumed that it would have been more frequent, especially ever. Yeah. I think I mean, it's not like one came around our house every day, but I think it was probably every week. At least that's how I'm remembering it. But I, I never bought stuff or I didn't buy stuff from there too much. And we always had ice cream at the house. Right. Sure. And and so that was usually enough. Plus, my parents would have made me pay for it myself typically. And that's like, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> the standard uh, parent answer. Like, why we have ice cream in the freezer? What, what yeah. do you need that for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not going to spend my, my hard-earned $2 on, you know, for my allowance on, on ice cream when I could have ice cream for free at home. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Just the the vibe, like you said. Oh yeah, nothing nothing screams summer like that annoying ass jingle. <laughs> I don't know how those drivers do it. I don't know if they eventually just just tune it out. I mean, that's yeah. gotta drive that's gotta drive you nuts no after a while. It's not like a playlist of even a few different songs. It's just the same thing over <laughs> and over. I think the fact that they're driving it like five miles an hour makes it even worse because like yeah. you're just going in slow motion as you're listening to this music too. Yeah. Props to them. That that can't be easy. No. Kudos to anyone who can who can get through that. Yeah. Right. Did you did you have a go to treat at the ice cream truck? Oh, good question. Um, I liked it. So when I was younger, I liked the you know the um, like SpongeBob. I know they have one with the eyeballs as as like gumballs. Uh huh. Those ones, and they had different different um characters. I liked those a lot. I liked the cookie sandwiches a lot, and I liked which is kind of weird, but I like um fruity ice cream like strawberry that kind of stuff but i i so i really enjoyed i think they were like strawberry cheesecake um like popsicle things do you guys know what i'm talking about i should look up the name because i, I, mean, I don't is it just a is that just the flavor of a popsicle or is no, it no it's so it's not a popsicle it's like ice cream on a stick and that but it has like cheesecake crumbles on it oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking about now now that okay. you said the crumbles part of it the crumb yeah so i don't know i, I remember can, having I can, like a strawberry one i think it looks like but I, I don't know if I can see it specifically. What I remember is like, it was like the inside, it was like a strawberry or chocolate and had a vanilla ice cream on the outside of that. And then it had the crumbles all around the whole yep. ice cream after that. Yeah. I'm sending you guys, sending you guys, uh, this is essentially it, but yeah. And I was wrong. It's strawberry shortcake bars is the yep. name. Not, oh, yeah. not a cheesecake, but those, I got into those quite into those, but what about, what about you two? Yeah, when I was younger, I was definitely kind of the same as you. I was more like, oh, okay. like in the fruit, fruity type of ice cream. Like now I love the cho- chocolate toys, my go-to. Mm. Uh, those like, um, 
is push pops is that the right term yeah oh yeah definitely good definitely one. definitely was a fan of those very good one or like just like a standard dreamsicle i would i would go like you said dirk like the ice cream kind of the cookie sandwich was always a a reliable one to go with mm-hmm. um do you guys ever have the the, the choco taco oh yeah yes. i had those after like I get that a few times or, like or i'd get basically like the equivalent of like a dove bar so just like the vanilla ice cream with the chocolate hard coating so whatever the brand they had on the truck um mm-hmm. okay usually one of those one of those three is what i would what i would go with i'll still buy the the dove bars occasionally when i'm out shopping those are those are so good yeah, those are those are really good. They're just like expensive from what I remember, but they're worth it. Yeah, well, yeah, not something I'd buy like every week or even every yeah, every other week. I'll get it a, a couple times a year, maybe. I mean, when you pay for everything yourself now, everything's gonna seem expensive too, <laughs> as true, opposed yeah. to when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, Neil, uh, you're number three. Yeah, so this one, like I said, we're focusing on kit when we were kids, so that's this is pre being able to drive. So I'm just going with, you know, hopping on your bike, meeting up some friends, just kind of biking around. Didn't matter where you were going. You're just kind of biking in a group where you're getting ice cream. For some reason, I remember like going to a Walgreens and just getting snacks like a Walgreens and thinking that was cool. Dude, I, we I were on the, our own. I had the yep. same thing, but it was like, it was a local store. It's called okay. Wimmer's. Sure. Yeah. And, yep. and, and so kind of like in the neighborhood, like the, the next step of growing up was being allowed to go there without parents basically. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, half a mile, maybe a mile away. And so we'd go there all the time and it was right in the way to another friend's house. So either like after school, we'd walk, we'd stop by there or just kind of bike back and forth. But yeah, bike biking everywhere was one I considered, but yeah, just, you got a bike, you can do whatever you want. It was just like, it didn't, it didn't matter where you went. It's just cause you went with your parents yeah. After like spending your whole yeah. life having to go with your parents everywhere, it's like finally having that freedom. I don't care if like I'm just buying some stupid bag of chips that I don't even actually want, but I'm just want to do it because I can. Yeah, that's a that was a really good a really good pick. We had a local place too, like Uambage, and then later Walgreens. And yeah, you just go and buy like five dollars worth of candy and then bike home, and yeah. that was just an adventure. In and we get, we got huge into um, Swiss cake rolls. Oh, and yeah. and honey buns and we we ran through and and the the place we went they had a really good um that they made on site beef jerky so we would get though we get those awesome. and some you know something to drink and we were set for the day it was it was great go play xbox go put some wiffle ball oh it's fantastic we gotta stock up if you're gonna go play xbox you need snacks so you gotta get the snacks first yeah. oh go yeah black. yeah we know what we're doing or you know carb up for the wiffle ball either way you, you need you need the snacks yeah yeah Hundred um, percent. All right. So my number two or number three. Sorry, went ahead. Um, this is definitely a Minnesota thing, and I don't know if it's just Midwest or even just Minnesota, but like, ca- like going to the cabin for the weekend. Like, did your families or like friends or relatives actually own cabins like on a lake? They they'd go to, not a place you'd rent, but like an actual place they owned. Yeah, yeah. My family, my aunt and uncle, run it. Um, in Dork, near Door County, outside Door County. Yeah, yeah my family did not, but no, that's it was that was still definitely like a thing. That, yeah, like, I, I, I figure it's friends, like a Minnesota Wisconsin thing. Yeah, um, more mm-hmm. so than maybe elsewhere in the country, even even elsewhere in the Midwest. But so like my grandparents had a cabin for a long time, and we just hop up there for for the weekend. You know, you'd 
on the upper level. So it was basically like two actual bedrooms. Then people just, you know, threw people on on the couches or the futons. The upper level was just like a row of mattresses, pretty much, mm-hmm. just like just for sleeping. Just cramming whoever you could up there. Go fishing. Go go tubing. Put wiffle ball in the in the yard. And then as a, and you still do do that now. You know, you went to cabin or whatever it is for a weekend with some buddies. But just as a kid, just your only responsibility is to behave for a few days. Then you're just out by the water for you know three or four days straight. Perfect. Yeah, the whole up north term is always interesting because it's like Milwaukee, Madison are like more on the southern part of the state. I know Minneapolis, it's kind of more. It's still on the, like the southern half of the state as well. Mm-hmm. So you have that whole like upper northern region where it's very like very rural. Yeah, so but a, a lot of the cabins people go to are actually in Wisconsin, at least. Oh, okay. So like we were on my grandparents were on Ward Lake, which is is tiny, tiny lake. Um, I don't remember what city it's in. It's it's close to Cumberland. Um, it it's like an hour and a half away, maybe even even that not even that far very super close but like a real small town basically just like summer cabins were were the only places on the, on that lake but you, i mean you could like see the whole thing from like any spot on um like out on the dock you can see every part of the lake pretty sure much. Um, dirk the one your family has how long have they had that one and like did they build it or did they buy it uh is my uncle so not blood uh relative side my uncle his oh. parents built they they built it yeah and I think it was sometime in the fifties, I want to say. And then now my aunt and uncle um, are in charge of it. So yeah, we've been really fortunate to be able to go up there when, when it's available. So, open. so do so, they, do they run it? Is it like a business that they run? No. Yeah. I shouldn't say run it. It's, it's, they obviously own it. They care um, for it. And they, it's, they like, it's not an Airbnb, so nobody rents it out, but they're, yeah, exactly. They're the ones that since they live um, nearby Door County, they are the ones that will go up there and exactly take care of it and things like that. And then and family it, just kind of coordinates who, who right, goes when right. pretty much. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So that, and they're in charge of, of all that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We, we would, we'd spend so many weekends up there and like with, with my cousins and everything. Um, I mean, I, I still can't believe how many people we would fit into that place at once. Cause there was, yeah. there was no like guest house or anything like that. It was just a straight cabin, one bathroom and an outhouse. I mean, couldn't even go couldn't even go number two in the actual cabin that was reserved for the outhouse mm-hmm. i mean it was something else but but it's just nice and simple first time i had bacon was up at the cabin game changer That's a good memory absolute nice. game changer how old were you had to have been probably eight or so because I, I went up um one weekend with one of my brothers early with my grandparents and my parents and um other brother would meet us there like, the next day and so my, my grandma made me pancakes and bacon and, and my mom gets up there and go, mom, you need to start cooking me bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to backtrack here a little bit. The whole not being able to do number two situation. Was that the, like a septic tank situation? Was, yeah, was what plum- was going was a, on here? It was a plumbing thing. It was a plumbing thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would not make me a happy camper. No, it was. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but, you know, we we survived. I mean, you do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of, that's kind of like the, not the appeal, but that's kind of the, the aesthetic of the whole thing. It's just this bare minimum. We're just here to hang out, be with sure. family and right. get away, get away for a few days. Not going to make anything, anything major out of it. Um, but yeah, that was occasionally yeah, I mean, interesting to work around, but you know, 
we made it clearly. Yeah. And I feel like the older you get, the more you really do appreciate um, that kind of stuff and getting away from all the hustle and bustle and relaxing with family. The, the one thing I love about that, like thinking back on it now, which I didn't really realize at the time, is my grandparents really did it just to get the family to spend time together. Because like my grandpa, he, he like would go off and just like be by himself for most of the time. He'd, he'd, be taking care, <laughs> he'd be watching golf. He'd be taking care of the lawn. He'd be doing something or other. And but he just wanted the, you know, his, his kids and the grandkids just to spend time together and, you know, grow those relationships, which sure, which mm-hmm. I'm super grateful for now. But I didn't realize it at the time that, yeah, it, it wasn't really for him, even though he was doing all of the work, and <laughs> all like all of the money was was out of his pocket pretty much. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. do you, and then do you still do you still go up to it? No, no, they they sold it. Okay, I don't know. At fifteen years ago, now probably. So it's been obviously a, a long time. Um, but one of my one of my uncles lives on Lake Minnetonka, so we go we go up there every every nice. once in a while. So we got the the double dip with the pool and and the lake on that one. Nice. Then when you get rich, you'll buy your own, and we can come visit. Yeah, when I when I get when I get that Lake Minnetonka money, you guys ever been out there for anything? No, we visited. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it's it's an awesome area, but it, like it's a very well. Kevin Garnett had a house on Lake Minnetonka. Ah, we'll just mm. so there's obviously ranges, but we'll just we'll just sure. show that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my three. So Dirk, oh, you Dirk, your two was pools. Yeah, I did. Yep. Yep. All I right, so then uh, Neil, you're you're number two. Number two, I'm just going to go the whole day of 4th of July. Good one. Okay. Always, always one of the best holidays because one, it's during summer vacation and like you pretty much spend it either like with all like all your family, all your friends or a little mixture of both. You know, you kind of wake up. Usually the parade is like the first thing to happen that day. So I usually like go with my parents and meet up with my friends at the parade. And then like between that and like then going to the fireworks later, there's like this big gap where is yeah mainly just spend with like friends uh, i do always remember after the parade always getting ice cream they always had like the free ice cream i don't know if you guys had that at your local ones i feel like that was a pretty standard thing yeah and throwing out candy yep and then yeah just capping off the day with some nice fireworks yeah that that i'm i should have thought outside the box like that with the whole day because that that's fourth of july was and still is easily my favorite holiday. Oh, for sure. And and like I guess maybe my pool will count as Fourth of July too, because what we would do, we kind of when we were really little would do the parade around the neighborhood, and then when I was like in middle school or you know fifth grade and up, we would go to uh, the neighborhood pool that would have like a grill out and water balloon toss and big splash contest, and then fireworks after, like you said, Neil. So that uh, just the whole day in general was always easily the, the most look forward to and best day um probably for summer i'd say i never got super into fourth of july i mean when my my grandparents had their cabin we'd go up there usually and there'd be a little kind of boat parade around the lake um, with some fireworks and we usually go to the fireworks at night if we were in town for it but we never really did the, the whole day thing but i mean fireworks as a kid were were awesome do you guys still what do you feel, what do you feel about fireworks now I'll still go still see him. The draw. Uh, I mean, they didn't have him this year with COVID and everything. I know they because yeah. they canceled his events, but no, I, I'd still go see him. Yeah, I've been gone in in a few years, but I I definitely would if if um uh you know it's an option and not. I will say, depending on where 
you go watch is, is, um, has more of a draw for me because sometimes, uh, at least when I was younger, the traffic is just unbelievable. Oh my God. It was out. always and, the worst getting yeah. out. And even and if you like, yeah. get too late, just finding a parking spot, I mean, yeah. a mile. Yeah. yeah. And like when you're little, it's, you're just sitting there. So it's like, whatever, I guess. But if you're the actual person driving now, that's, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we haven't gone like specifically somewhere to watch them, but so we're, or I'm in, I'm in down outside Minneapolis and we're up on the 14th floor. So if we go out on our balcony, we can see, I don't know, like six or seven simultaneous fireworks shows in various spots, like just like across like the Metro. So mm-hmm. that that's really cool. Yeah. Cause you don't have to, yeah, you want to drive anywhere and deal with, deal with that. But you see like all these different kind of just constant, just array of fireworks going off at all at once. Yeah. My parents did something similar to that too. There was a ski hill nearby and like they were able to like kind of walk up towards it. And then, you know, from there, like every which way you turn, you can see like one of the different, like, you know, suburb towns having their own yeah. fireworks. They are all usually around the same time. Cause like Roughly, whenever yeah. like, yeah. Cause they don't exactly. want to end them too late. So it's like the second it got dark outside, the sun went yeah, down. It's probably exactly. like 9 PM. Usually it's dark by then. Yeah. Like yeah. they started firing them off. All right. Um, so my number two was wiffle ball, which we already discussed. I'll just say again, just the best. Have you guys played <laughs> wiffle ball recently? In, no, in but now I know I want to now. <laughs> yes, yeah. I wish. I'm trying to think of the last time I played. I, I can think of one time in high school, but I mean, that was senior year. Um, we, I had to have played since then, but actually the one in high school. Um, so the, the grade of the class above us, in high school started like a, a tailgating club mostly for football but like for any sports who, who wanted to do it um and and so then our senior year we kind of took it over at that point and for the first game of the season it was we we randomly had like a three-day week so we had the friday off so we, we it was an away game we went out there at like seven in the morning for a seven at night game just to like hang out the entire day pretty much and um and the other school had schools. So we couldn't go to like, the field or anything or the parking lot, obviously, for like 12 more hours. Um, so there was a near a nearby park. And so we just played a bunch of wiffle ball. And then there was a a wedding happening while we were playing. And it was, it was like a younger couple. And they came up to us and they, and they said, hey, like, we don't want to ask you guys to stop playing, but if you could maybe try to keep it down, you know, we're, we're going to get married. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So we, we played an entire game in complete silence aside from the sound of like the bat and the ball zero talking zero cheering nothing it was it was ridiculous i mean that was kind of the mindset of a kid it's like yeah you wanted to keep doing what you're doing no matter what you had to give up it's like i i give up talking fine as long as i can keep playing yeah i mean and and you say kid and we were 17 18 years old seniors in high school (laughs) and it was it was one of the most fun games I've ever played one of my we were playing in grass a bunch of us were in bare feet and one of the guys stepped on a bee during the oh, game no. and he managed to like not yell out in pain he just like <laughs> he just went straight down in the ground that's funny that's that a good was, story that was one of, that's i still think about that from time to time obviously and it, it still still kills me all right dirk your number one activity so my, or thing to do as a kid in the summer my number one it we sort of touched on it, but I'm going more specific. So I didn't say anything, but, um, night games. And that's, I know, I think Neil's said it a little bit, but yeah, like ghosts in the graveyard, um, sardines. We, we did one that we kind of, I think 
I'm sure it was called other things, but mission, we called it. Um, and it was just, uh, almost, almost not every weeknight, but maybe once during the week and especially every weeknight, all the kids in the neighborhood would just, um, be outside, you know, playing basketball, playing kick the can, whatever. And then it would just turn into night games. And the, the worst part about that would be having your parents call your name and tell you to come inside. (laughs) So I still remember that like one by one people would have to go in. Um, but yeah, that was always, it was like something that kind of what, what we touched on before, while you were at your house, of course, um, you were out in the neighborhood at nighttime before you could really like drive anywhere and kind of go off by yourself. So that was always exciting, especially if you were doing it with like a sleepover and, and friends somewhere else in a different neighborhood. Can you, ex- I've, I've played sardines once, I think, but in, in college, actually, can you, ex- can you explain the rules of that one again? Yeah, that, uh, if I'm remem- remembering correctly, cause I've been nice and played in a while, <laughs> but that's like, it's kind of like hide and go seek, but it's like the opposite, if that makes sense. So instead of, um, like, like one person hides, I think, and then you, everybody kind of runs off and like one by one there's like less people seeking or like searching for the person. Cause they found where the, where the one person hid. Oh, and then they like hide with them. Yeah. Then they hide with yeah. them. I believe that's how it works. Okay. I should, probably, should have looked that up, but I, I think uh, that's how it worked. It was like the opposite of hide and seek. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we did, we did like a, a night game stretch in Eau Claire. And when I say stretch, it was like a week or two. I think mm-hmm. obviously Chris was the leader of that. <laughs> um, but sardines was definitely one of them. Um, yeah, we would do that in our neighborhood too. We played a lot of of cops and robbers. Yeah, oh yeah, um, that's a good one. And and then just kind of knowing which yard you could or could not run through. Yeah, there there are always going to be those couple of houses that you knew you you had to avoid. Um, but yeah, that was that game was great. We we did it. We did a kind of iteration of that. It was a few years ago now. Um, it was post college. We split up into two teams and then two people were drivers and we were, we blindfolded ourselves and we got driven just some random place dropped off and had to find our way back without using our phones or like we had oh we had we, so we had to meet our the our driver so like so like i would drive you two and then my teammates would get driven by your other teammate that makes sense oh yeah okay so then the driver has yeah. to find the other two people but you can't use your phone. Like it's a kind of, kind of an honor system. You couldn't use your phone to like look up GPS or anything like that. You had to go by where you were and then try to describe that to the person driving to come pick you up. And then you had to get back to the house first. But yet, as you, once you found the driver, you were set. That's interesting. So like when you were dropped off, you're by yourself. There's no one else with you. Correct. It was it was two people together, and 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 then you had to you had to find one driver. Oh, so you're to get. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I was thinking like, so I'm just wandering around by myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, in some area that I've been where I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was kind of an honor like, system <laughs> thing that you wouldn't get taken to some super sketchy. Yeah. Okay. Area. And I think there was a limit of how far away you could go. We only did it once, but it was fun though. It was just something yeah, different. And I think working mm-hmm. working with someone else. Um, would be make would make it more fun. Like the fact you're actually with someone else. We I remember we lost because like we I ended up getting dropped off pretty close to where I did like my like my tennis group in like in like the off season. So I kind of knew the general area where we were. Um but then the other guys they just they just asked they saw some people like just drinking on a porch and they just asked them where they were. <laughs> there you go. So once they found them 
or they ask them like how to get to some place. Um, so, you know, credit to them, but we, they, their, their resourcefulness beat us by just, just a few minutes, I think. That's funny. All right, Neil, you're number one. All right. Number one, uh, kind of just doing like a general term of amusement parks. So like for me, what we always had that we had, we'd go to six flags and that was, so that was down in Gurney, Illinois, but it was still like only about a 45 minute drive. So that would just be more of like a day trip, you know, go back and forth in one day. But then I know Dirk touched on like Noah's Ark as well. So that'd be like going to the Dells. That was more like a weekend trip. And like, if we're going to the Dells, we're also, or if we're going to Noah's Ark, you're also going to like multiple places that weekend. Yeah. Uh, but we usually do at least the Dells. We usually definitely do once a summer six flags since it's a little bit closer sometimes maybe you know once or twice a summer too but those are always ones that i always, you know, i mean i like rides a lot water rides roller coasters whatever it may be so i would i always look forward to those uh those trips every summer yeah that's a good when one you guys I... do your surprise minnesota visit we should go to valley fair down sounds fun so where I... where is that in in the area by you it's like in... what city is it technically in it's in shakopee um which I'm sure you know where that is. It's oh yeah, the sure. It's probably like a 20 minute drive from from where I am, it's like from Minneapolis. Okay. So it's very reasonable to to do and spend like a, a few hours. You don't have to do it like a full day by any means. Um, yeah, it's eight miles from from me from my place. So super reasonable. A lot of lot of sweet roller coasters. They, they do have like a separate water park too. Um, which I've been to once. I remember it being fun, but we weren't. It was just, it was just, just me and Kenny did a little doubles team. <laughs> nice. there for the day. Um, but that's that's the place. Um, did you guys, when you were in eighth grade, did you do like a week of activity things like before the end of the year, where you just basically wouldn't have school, you just do like fun things, like like field trips and things like that. Yeah, we did a couple days, I know, and then the last one was to Great America that place neil's talking about yeah so i mean that was like our big like thing in eighth grade too yeah leading up to going to six flags yeah we did mm-hmm. that and then we uh, we did um there was always a, a physics class trip to valley fair in high school every year too i think your soft junior year maybe was physics yeah we had that too but i think they only took the the ap students so i, I, I didn't mm-hmm. make that cut <laughs> yeah we yeah, I didn't. i don't think we had that in high school no yeah and we might have actually that might have been our senior trip too now that I'm thinking about it, but yeah, that's uh, that was always, I, I never really got in or enjoyed that too much until I got a little bit older, the rides and the mm-hmm. um, roller coasters. I was more like if we were at a carnival, I liked talking to friends and yeah, eating the food or playing games, but I got like, I think sick kind of until I got a little bit older and then I started enjoying it. Yeah. I started going and it'd be like, it would be an all day thing. Like I was going from opening to the end because mm-hmm. I wanted to get as many rides in as I could as possible. Um, but now, like, yeah, six, I mean, so if, the, yeah, if the wristband covers all, all rides already, might as well get your money's right. worth. Yeah. So then, like, so my wife Sophie, she works for Kohl's, and Six Flags has a Kohl's day. Like, before the season opens, it's only open for Kohl's, like, employees and friends. So we went there. It was like, it was never more than 20 minutes for any ride. So, like, I got that done in a few hours. And, like, now doing that, it's like, I, you know, I can't go back to uh, full capacity park yeah. once, I, once I have that. <laughs> that That's insane. That that's was always awesome. the trick is finding is getting like the big rides when you could and then mm-hmm. finding the smaller rides that were still fun, but you could just kind of get volume. It was, you know, volume over everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause some of those weights are pretty insane. Like, you know, thinking about it now, like waiting in over an hour just to go on a ride. Like, yeah, 
And you obviously spend money to go there and you're just sitting in line half the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You almost have to go the whole day just to make, right. You know, to make well, the money. Cause they're not, it's not like cheap to go there. No. You want to make it worth it. Yeah. Oh, didn't I tell you guys like when I went to Orlando, this might've been two years ago now, went to universal, the new Hagrid ride. It was oh, a yeah. four hour wait <laughs> to go on. Like I get it was new and it's, it's a longer ride. It's like a three minute ride or something. Cause it's more of a story, uh-huh. but four hours, like yeah. what? That's, that's, that's what, that's what like pushes me away from wanting to go to like Disney world or anything like that. That mm-hmm. as much as I would love to go and just, just to, just to do it once, but to spend so much of that time at this really expensive place, just standing I, I don't know that I could get myself to do it unless there was like a situation like the Coles day or some other event that I was able to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I'm just thinking about those lines now. <laughs> that sounds yeah. so Four hours is, is absolutely yeah. I mean, that was like a, an outlier cause it was a brand new ride, but regardless, but still, the fact that, that anyone's willing to wait that long for, yeah. for an amusement park ride. Are there still rides Dirk that you, that you won't go on or like types of rides? No, it wasn't like, it wasn't ever um, that I wouldn't go on them when I was younger. It, like I would go on one and then I'd be like, man, I, like, I just don't feel great. And I, I also, when I got older, I realized that a lot of it had to do with um, like the, like the rusty kind of smell. It made me like not hmm. feel good. Uh, but the older I got, the more it just, that stopped happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Dude, I, what I, rides are you going on that are rusting? Cause you want to stay clear of those ones. <laughs> There was there's one ride at Valley Fair. I don't know if it's still there, but it's called Excalibur. It's like the secondary roller coaster. It was on this like wooden track. And I always just assumed it was just part of the design, but it would like sound like rickety as you were going to, going around it. Mm-hmm. So it had these real sharp curves and it was you could hear it like banging against the wood. Mm-hmm. So it always kind of felt like it was about to break. Yeah. I always assumed a- it was part of it because it ne- there was never anything that actually even came close to damaging getting damaged but you always you always hear it like ah well it doesn't sound great (laughs) yeah there's definitely some wooden roller coasters like i've seen been around for a long time and it's like these planks aren't getting replaced like how how is this wood still like up to keep but you know apparently i mean they must get checked but yeah and that was one it was kind of out of the way and the line was never as long so like the wild thing is the big one at valley fair so that's that's where the line's going to be so if you just wanted to get on a roller coaster you could kind of go to the end of the park and hit an excalibur just over and over and over hmm. and so so it for sure got got you so you're hoping hoping they checked it <laughs> yeah all right i'll close this out here my number one which we've talked about once or twice on other episodes gotta be little league little league baseball just just the absolute best nothing nothing beats it you know from playing through like eight to to 15 or whatever years old just every summer so many like all of your friends play you, you meet other friends from, from other grade schools that's who you meet a lot of people just kind of make new friends and just the memories and just playing su- summer baseball is just is just perfect there's there's literally nothing better for me yeah i mean that's a classic obviously and i loved it too i for whatever reason i got um like when I got more in maybe like sixth grade and, and those next couple of years, I enjoyed going to like the pool more, which obviously is so why I had that higher on my list. Um, but regardless of that, 
um, I still enjoyed little league a lot. And like you said, Ambon, it was always fun that you'd see friends that like were your little league friends, not necessarily people that you went to school with or saw throughout the school year, but you would kind of catch up each summer with them and, and hang out. And of course, like the snack bar afterwards, there's, snack there's, place, snack place. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to forget that. Many, yeah. There's too many, uh, just, just, oh, you know, that, uh, that play, the, the snack place, whatever it's called. Yeah. Snack place. <laughs> I'm going to open the most successful snack place you two have ever seen. Yeah, no one's, show up, no one's, no one's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> just you wait. It's going to become universally known. I would Anyways, love it. There's just too many uh, great things happening at, at the Little League parks. Yeah, that's honestly some of the some of the best memories from that. Um, I remember one – I don't know why they only did this one season. They did an actual like mid-season All-Star game like they do hmm. for like professional baseball. Mm-hmm. It was just one night got, got players can't remember how, you know, however they divided the the teams up, whatever, just, just one game. It was, it was so much fun. Cause it was, there was nothing on the line. There was no wins or losses that mattered. Just one night game in the middle of the season. It was, it was fantastic. That's like the easiest home run idea for any sort of little yeah. to do. I don't know why more don't, don't do that or why we only did it once. It was, it was awesome. That is awesome. We did not do that. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds awesome though. Yeah. I think I'm trying to remember what age that was in. It was, it was past machine pitch. I think it was past machine pitch. I was probably like 10 or 11 when, when they did that. But, but yeah, that was one of the most fun, just like single games that I've ever, that I've ever played in. Yeah, yeah, I bet. All right, um, that'll be our list. Um, some honorable mentions or ones we didn't go over. I mean, summers as a kid, there's basically nothing but fun. Um, super soaker fights or like water balloon fights, any sort of water fights. However, you did it, definitely up there. I remember I got a massive super soaker as a first communion gift from my godfather. <laughs> that that That's was great. probably easily the best gift. People are getting you know photo albums and and you know more religious stuff and i just get super soaker super soaker i was being very very proud of my super soaker collection (laughs) i can't i can't use them all at one time like i don't i don't know why i needed so many but you know just very proud of it did you guys ever have any of like the absolutely massive ones or did you kind of go a little slightly small i don't know when i when i was a kid i thought they were massive but they probably (laughs) weren't that massive oh yeah Yeah, i was just gonna say i definitely had a couple of bigger ones but looking back on it i don't know how big they actually were um, but then of course you had some of the handheld handheld ones too yeah that i mean you just run around the neighborhood just spraying with water it's so simple but so fun mm-hmm. yeah yes so kind of similar to that and an honorable mention um i had was were, uh sprinklers and just turning that on you know just in the backyard but that reminds me then of you would have like a water balloon fight or a water gun fight and like sprinkler going and slip and slide and all that kind oh, of stuff. Slip and slide. So I guess just like like at home water games is what I would say is an honorable but honorable mention. Oh yeah, me. one of, one of the easiest things we had a swing set in the backyard for for a few years, and so if you just turn the sprinkler on and hop on the swing and just go through the sprinkler as it's going. Yeah, that uh, that. I think we did that too. If we didn't do that, I definitely remember seeing people do doing that and wishing that I thought, I thought about and that. And like nowadays people would think that's some kind of liability or like putting that underneath the trampoline or something like yeah. that. Oh, we did do it. At, well, I remember one time in 
seventh or eighth grade, eighth grade, I think, um, there's like a girl boy party. So that was a big deal in and of itself. Ooh. But then they had a trampoline. And I remember uh, um, there was like soap and or the, some somebody was putting like shampoo or soap, you know, in the trampoline. So everyone's like slipping and falling with the <laughs> sprinkler underneath it. And like, obviously, that's just the worst idea ever. Sounds super but safe. it was a blast at the time. <laughs> so yeah, there's liability. A, <laughs> a couple of times when I was younger where I would get on the swing and, I, and my mom would just spray me with a hose. <laughs> simple and easy yeah exactly that's Get the great. job done it was it was it was perfect that's great um just in general just as a summer when you could like wake up and be like all right mom see you later i'll be back for dinner and you just go off for the yeah. day kind of uh, like what you're saying you with the seriously. biking everywhere but yeah. just like no concern over checking in or i mean i mean my mom would want to know kind of oh who are you going to be with about where you're going to be but then mm. that, that was it you know, we go, yeah. I had a lot of friends in the neighborhood that we could bike to. So you go from like one house to the next and they, yep. they, you know, they could find us if they needed to They'd eventually get to the right house. Sure. Yeah. Just hang, just be gone for six, eight hours straight and just show up, show back up, show back home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's the thing with how technology is that it's so easy to find out now that now parents like want to know exactly where you are. Cause a lot of these kids have phones. So they constantly, mm-hmm. all right, where are you? Who are you with? Instead of like what you said, like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be with them. And your parents are just like taking your word for it. Yeah, you yeah. go to the park, go to the house, go to someone else's house. It was, it was great. Yeah, yeah, it really is. That's bringing back so much uh, nostalgia. Like just the feeling of that is just mm-hmm. amazing. Um, one other, um, what you call it, honorable mention that that I have that I know we probably maybe we'll do a food summer food ranking or draft at some point. But I gotta say it anyways. Um, I, those like icy or freezy pops, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, those in summer were, were huge. And just, I remember all, every like kid in the neighborhood had them in their house. So you'd be eating them left and right. Like like the push pops, or the actual like freezies, we have to cut the top off. The Yeah. The like cut icy the top off. Oh, yeah. top I've got off. some in my freezer right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that. They're, it's it's the that. most they're, simple concept. They're so too. good. Yeah. It's, it's flavored ice. It's, yeah, it's, it's Did amazing. you like the icy, like the ice part or the juice at the bottom better? Each served their own purpose. Okay. Yeah. There wasn't <laughs> yeah. one good better answer. than the other here. I, I would answer. usually, I would eat most of it and then I would like, like squish and like melt the last little bit and then yeah, drink okay. the last as a couple ounces or so as, as juice. Mm-hmm. I like it. The, the, the little league field I played that they had the, they had the giant ones. So they were taller and like twice as thick probably went through my yeah, fair we, share of those over the years. <laughs> yeah. Those are great. We had those as well. But uh, the icy. So I would, I did like a, a tennis camp, like a group tennis camp um, every summer. Um, not to like get good at tennis, just to hang out with friends. Cause it yeah. was super fun, but we'd always bike back past like a super America or another convenience store. And they would have, I don't. I can't remember just the summer, or just always, but like their fountain drinks or or their slushies, they'd be like seventy nine cents for like a forty four ounce drink. We would just just get get the, like the massive slushy or icy whatever, whatever it was. Just head back to a buddy's house, just hang out. Oh, went through tons of those as well. 
So we had Speedways, which I'm pretty sure they're like owned by the same people, Super America. Every Super America is now a Speedway. So they're okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So at, like, least, yeah, at we, least around we, here, there's no more Super America. It's all Speedway. Yeah, we yeah, had, had Speedways, speed, and it was like yeah. the slushy drinks with the same concept. Um, did you mention like it was like no matter what size you got, it was always it was like all the same price too. I think I don't think they were the same price, but they were all under a dollar. Yeah, it, it, either way, it was something like super the, the inexpensive. The sixty-four ounce, which is an absurd amount, might have been like a dollar. Right. But the forty-four ounce or thirty-two were like sixty-nine, seventy-nine cents. <laughs> Great price for for a twelve-year-old. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Uh, anything that, else? Any other? Yeah, sorry, that actually yeah. just reminded me. <laughs> when he said a great price so like one one of when we were talking about the walgreens and i had that local um like shop like a little corner store i guess you could call uh-huh. it and it was right by one of my friends house that i would hang out with a lot in the summer um so not in my neighborhood but whenever i was over there across the street uh was a sub place called big mike's which is now Emilio's. and um people would like there's like a drive through window which which for a sub place wasn't really normal but people um obviously would go through that and they would hand uh, the cash obviously in and out of the windows. And um, my friend and I would go over and we would walk underneath like where the window was. And there'd always be like change and coins underneath there that we'd pick <laughs> up. And then we'd walk across the street to the corner store and get the big ICs or like the slushy type stuff. And like you said, Ambage, it was so cheap that usually like 75 cents and change could, could get us something. So that's just smart, smart thinking. That's just resourcefulness yeah, right there. I think I believe his dad told us to do that. Because um, most people are driving. We, yeah, I don't think we would have thought of that. They're not going <laughs> to bother to get out of their car if they drop a few coins. Right. And so you'd find like a few quarters, a couple dimes, and we'd go over and get some uh, slushies or, or freezy pops. I think. Got anything else? Um, you guys got anything else we didn't go over? Uh, we, I mean, we pretty much talked about anything I had. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm all good um, with my, uh, whatever you call it <laughs> list. If you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, my whole list. All right. Well, I'll never say no to some childhood nostalgia talk because I'm sure we'll bring this oh, back yeah. in some form or another down the road here. Um, but hey, Hambridge for this week. All right, hey Hambone. So the I watched as you both know I watched Adventureland last night. Uh-huh. So I've thought a lot now about, and it was a good timing. Uh, that's like my favorite summer movie, at least. So is that streaming anywhere or did you? Yeah, it's on, uh, I believe it was Prime. You should watch it. Yeah. We should honestly talk about that movie because it just is such a good summer. I, I've movie. never seen and, it, but uh, like, I'd probably watch it tonight. Yeah. And, and I mean, as I got older, it's probably my favorite summer movie, movie with Sandlot. Um, but, but they're at a carnival, obviously, throughout most of the movie. So it brought up two questions. So the first one, what is your specific specifically carnival um food hambage what is your favorite or treat or whatever you want to go with um when i'm at like a fair or carnival or anything i kind of just get what i typically get so like hamburgers hot dogs the one i guess i guess specific thing that i don't get anywhere else would be mini donuts okay what about specifically a dessert i guess it would be donuts huh mini donuts yeah i never really got into to dipping like dots i don't know if that's or, yeah. yeah or funnel cake okay. but mini donuts is kind of the only thing at least i can think of that i would get that i wouldn't get at any other point throughout the year i guess whoa, whoa, whoa. never got into the dipping dots yeah and that's did, like, did i hear that correctly them? like ever i don't think i've ever had dipping dots oh you don't know what you're missing 
Yeah, we need to add that to the surprise handbone list. Don't they have them? At, do they have them at like uh, like T Wolves games or like yeah, Twins right? games or anything? I haven't been to a T Wolves game in a minute. Um, Twins game, probably. I know. I I know they they were big when they first started. They were really big at the at the zoo. I think. Like that's kind of yeah, where a lot of people had them. It's just the funny thing. There are those type of places. Like they're not in like a grocery store. You you find them at like yeah. those type of like. Got to go somewhere to get them. Venues. Yeah. 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 And that's what kind of made the appeal of them as well. Like mm-hmm. you think about, there's like these little dots of ice cream that nothing like too special, but just like whenever you're getting them, you're getting them at one of those places where you're having fun already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. That probably did uh, kind of up the allure for me. Was the dessert your second question or was it another one? No, I had a, another one. I can ask now or if, if Neil wants to go first. Yeah, it can happen here. I said the, the one. All right. Hey, Hambidge. While we're on the summertime theme, what was 10-year-old's, 10-year-old Hambidge's go-to summertime drink? And what is your current Ooh. go-to adult beverage for the summer? Great question. Both answers are Mountain Dew. I said adult <laughs> beverage. Though. Yeah. I'm an adult and I drink Mountain Dew. Makes right. it about an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. <laughs> um, probably had to go with some sort of seltzer or lemonade. Probably, um, a Mike's Mike's Black Cherry. Probably lemonade. I go with. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Do they make uh, like seltzers? Okay, lemonade. That's I think a good they choice. have their own seltzer line now. Yeah, I feel like they do. do they? I mean, them and then everyone else, but I don't know if I've seen it. Wait, but don't I they? I think they own uh, White Claw. I'm pretty sure Mike's Hard Lemonade owns White Claw. I mean, that's news to me if it's true. But do, but do they? If that's true, they don't have like a a Mike's brand seltzer, do they? I think we better look that up because I think they do. All right, March sixth, twenty twenty. This was written, and it says. Uh, White Claw, which is owned by Mark Anthony Brands, and then in parentheses, who is also the owner of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay, so oh, it's true. it's one beverage company owns both of them. Yeah. It's not Mike's owns them. Okay, yeah. Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. They do at least have. Oh yeah, they've they've got looks like two flavors: regular lemonade and strawberry. Oh, and hmm. mango, and pineapple. You can scroll. I didn't see that at first. <laughs> Imagine that you can scroll on your phone. Yep. Uh, pineapple, mango, strawberry, and traditional regular lemonade. Hmm. So Sounds many, like a so taste like test waiting to happen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> We've got our, our busy lemonade ty- um, lined up for whatever the next one is. Mike's Hard Seltzer is probably a, a good one. Gotta, yeah, gotta, let's do it. I love it. Let's do that one. Um, all right, Hambone. My second question, similar to my first, or at least why I was thinking of Adventureland. Favorite carnival game that you've that you have ever played, I guess, or if you have a go-to one. Um, part of the skee ball. Skee ball super fun. Um, really stupidly because it's just a dumb game. But for like, if you're trying to get more tickets, did you ever play that one where like the light goes around the circle? Oh yeah, and you gotta <laughs> stop it. Yep, close yep. to where, where like the the That's middle part, whatever. Yeah, I'd play that one. All the time. I always thought I can time this. I can do it. I never got it. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely was rigged, right? Had to. Oh yeah, yeah. Most of those are. Yeah, yeah. It was rigged. Um, there's a Dave and Buster's right by us, and they have like a trivia game, which you know I'm I'm all about. That's not necessarily a traditional 
carnival game, but I'd have, I'd have to go with skee ball. That's probably my number one. Okay. Did you ever like the basketball? Um, like the like, papa like, shot like, type one or like no, actual no, like shooting? The actual one that like where the rims would be bent. <laughs> And like square, so you have to yeah. <laughs> like hit it like perfect. <laughs> yep. No, I I I was informed early on that those games were completely rigged. Yeah, I was still convinced <laughs> I could win them. Never did. It looks so easy. I, I, really I would, do. as a kid at least, I would I would play some like the ring toss type, where you try to throw the wiffle ball on and get it to land in like the glasses or whatever they mm-hmm. were. I'd I'd play those a little bit, but usually usually ski ball was kind of what I would play more most consistently i like it i like it that's all the questions i have yep i just had the one as well all right short and sweet that'll finish us up for this week our plan for next week is to do our next draft and assuming schedules hold that's what it'll be and it'll be our favorite college songs just any songs that were big for any reason during our time in college even if they were older, if they're relevant there, they play. So that'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to have Chris back on for that one. Uh, so if you haven't subscribed, make sure to do that so you get that one automatically in your feed. You won't, won't want to miss it. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen, you can find us on all podcast catchers. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. So for Dirk and Neil, this is Matt Hambidge, and we'll see you all next time.